Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. Coffee not in hand because my producer Rian is on strike, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Not the case. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, then why is there not a cup of coffee in my hand right now as I welcome my guest Benny Teo from Golf Vacations? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Clarissa. So, Benny, golf. Yes. Your your whole life, your career is kind of revolving around golf right now. Well, at least the last 15 years. Oh, okay. okay, the last 15 years. Yeah. Now, golf vacations is just, to me, a bunch of beautiful pictures, mm-hmm. beautiful destinations. How do you find them? Um, I work with photographers from all over the world, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's really um, a long labor of love. You know, you, uh, I do some trips myself, and then I meet them, and then I look at the pictures, and I like it, and then I commission them to do more. And then um, as the years go by, you just get uh, a bigger and bigger base to draw from, and, and that's where I get the pictures. And uh, would it be fair to say that you actually love this job because... You have to travel to these gorgeous golf courses? I absolutely have to. It's such a chore. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I have this problem with my wife when we got married and I say, I've got to go for a business trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, oh, where? And I say, well, you know, to Hawaii for a couple of weeks. You won't see me there. And, uh, and that's a business trip for me. Uh-huh. So, Bora Bora. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, what's your favorite place? My favourite place uh, always and will be um, the, the links of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there more than a few times, uh, you know, always uh, in the summer. Uh, but you know, just beautiful golf courses. What you see there, uh, golf courses built naturally from, um, from, from sand dunes that are formed and, uh, and hundreds of years old, um, you know, just a heritage of... Of uh, of uh, standing on the Swilkham Beach, uh, Swilkham Bridge in my uh, t-shirt and PE shorts, you know, it's so unglam. But you know, just doing my Singaporean bit there, it's a fantastic place to be at. You know, um, uh, Scotland East Coast West Coast full of wonderful golf experiences. Um, everyone should do it at least once in it's their life. It's like you know a pilgrimage, isn't it, for a golfer? It because is, it is, it the, is the birthplace of golf. It is. It is very much so. But uh, you know, apart from Scotland, you know, there's Tons of wonderful golf courses around the world. Just different experiences that you get. Uh, you play along volcanic rocks in Hawaii that I mentioned. Uh, okay, stop with the Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I love Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, but that's not nice. <laughs> it is. You know, I like my pina coladas. Yeah, it sounds like he works real hard while he's there, Rian. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a reason why I'm here for 15 years, right? And counting. <laughs> Free golf and, and exotic locations. And yes. pina coladas. And pina coladas. Yeah, well. And, her, and, you know, girls in grass skirts and not much else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in case. Well, I, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> yeah. uh, by girls in grass skirts and not much else. You say 15 years in yeah. the business of, of golf magazines or um, golf in general? You know, the funny thing is, with this, um, with golf vacations, I've actually been there all through uh, mm-hmm. uh, the last 15 years. I've done some other work uh, prior to that, but um, this really has been a labor of love. Um, and before we joined SPH, uh, you know, it was a very tight-knit and small uh, family. I remember that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Karen and I, um, Karen, who's a, who was the publisher and the managing director, and still is now, and uh, we, we had 
we had a great time just growing the product, you know, shaping it. Uh, it's a 30-year labor. Uh, mm-hmm. So this goes beyond that. You started 30 years, 31 years now. It was 30 years last year uh, as a golf uh, uh, magazine for uh, target, targeted to country club members mm-hmm. in Singapore. And now it's grown to uh, include countries like Malaysia and Thailand and China. And so we've really grown as an international product. Um, uh, and we hope, uh, you know, to conquer the world, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> in the days to come. Why not? Then you can go to Hawaii more often because it is part of the world. Oh, well, it is. It mm-hmm. is. And so is Iceland. <laughs> I wouldn't think of playing golf in Iceland, but you might be able to tell me why I might want to go there for golf. Well, there is ice golf. Um, there, there had been an annual ice golf uh, championship uh, up north uh, uh, for, for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting, you know, you, you, you tend to think of golf as uh, a, a piece of land with green grass and bunkers and water. But there are places that you play golf on ice, you know, uh, uh, hitting off ice. Um, there are places that you play golf in the desert when there's nothing else. You know, before, before Dubai and Abu Dhabi uh, and all that, they, had, uh, they, they used to take a piece of uh, astroturf. Uh, and fashion it uh, around uh, a, 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 a golf course with no grass. And that, that but Benny, you've seen me play. I might as well play in a golf course with no grass. I spend all my time in bunkers. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe concrete would help. There's mm. city golf too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they play city golf in, uh, in England. They do. It may be that you might do well there. Make par, make birdie. <laughs> I, I could try Bounce off cars and trucks And, and your neighbour's windows I could certainly try There are a few neighbours I'd like Never mind um, Okay Where do you In, stay again? I'm not telling you I'm now definitely not telling you in the time that you, you've been in golf magazines, mm-hmm. in, in the business of golf mm. How has golf itself changed? Oh, that's a very big question um, we have a few minutes. Well, I think there are uh, different perspectives to look at. Uh, first of all, the um, the game has changed a whole lot. I mean, the uh, 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 equipment, technology has changed a lot. Uh, uh, particularly golf ball uh, technology. Ah, you are <laughs> quoting a very great man. Yes, I Careful. am. Yes, I am. We will hear from Jack Nicholas a little bit. That's right. That's right. We uh, later on he he tells us about this golf ball technology and how it's affected. Okay, let me narrow the question down. Okay. How has golf marketing, Mm. uh, destination marketing, or golf, the game, Mm. changed in terms of the business of golf? Okay. You know, has it become more expensive? Has it become more lucrative? Mm. Is it more difficult to attract younger golfers now? How has golf changed or evolved in that sense as a business? Because when I was a kid, you had to be country club. If you want a member of a country club, you can forget about playing golf. Mm. You know, so you, that, it, that already spoke to a certain strata of society. That's right. But now that's not the case. Or is it still the case? It depends on... Um, on it's actually dependent on where you are uh, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, for example, you live in uh, a first world nation with, uh, uh, with a, a, a strong golfing history right like the united states um australia perhaps uh, uh england 
uh, and surprisingly, not really Europe, uh, but just these countries, uh, you find that there are a lot of public links that, uh, that, that lets you go out and play uh, for, for 20 quid or 20 bucks a pop. Right. Um, you can go out in your jeans, uh, sneakers, you know, carry a six-pack. Bikini six pack. tops. Yes, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, you can actually do, do that. Um, and, and in places like that, uh, golf... It's like an everyday spot. You know, you go out uh, to your backyard with a seven iron and start hitting balls, try not to hit your neighbor's uh, houses. But, you know, you literally can't do that. But you can't do that in Singapore, right? No. You imagine walking down to, to a patch of grass in between two HDB blocks with a seven iron. Three balls in, that'd be two cops on someone, you. Someone will yep. be there. Someone will be there. So it's different. Uh, but at the same time, what's exciting here in Asia is that uh, um, there are a lot of emerging markets uh, and golf really is at its, uh, I would say, sort of like a cradle of a mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, stage in, in industry. But they're seeing a lot of opportunities, especially with industry, uh, with, with economies that are um, starting to get rich, uh, uh, starting to open up. We're talking about uh, places like Vietnam, uh, uh, Myanmar, uh, Cambodia. Uh, especially Vietnam uh, has uh, had quite a, a, a lot of golf courses opening in the last, I would say, five years. You know, literally something somewhere uh, in some part of Vietnam, there's, a, there's an 18-hole uh, opening uh, at any time of the year. There's even talk of a project in, uh, in Vietnam uh, by, by a local developer called Vimper to supersede uh, uh, Mission Hills, which is currently the biggest golf club operator in the world and they've got 12 courses on, uh, on Hainan Island and 12 courses in uh, uh, Shenzhen and Tongkwan that's Mission Hills mm-hmm. Vimper was looking to build something like 18 courses on an island that you know uh, 90% of the world have not heard of Right. so you know then what's the rationale in doing that you're right uh, you, you may ask yourself that but they are so excited about the possibilities of the emerging uh, rich in their country uh, looking and aspiring to play a game like golf, uh, that they are investing in building these golf courses uh, 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 throughout the throughout the, uh, the the country, and that's just Vietnam. Uh, Cambodia is going through a, a similar uh, thing, and uh, Myanmar uh, also, you know, is, is experiencing some new some new uh, change with golf courses opening up. Um, Chila Han, uh, the former executive chairman of the Asian Tour who's also a dear friend of mine, uh, was talking about building a golf course up in... Um, ah, they're trying to remember this, but it's up north in Myanmar uh, last year. And he's seeing a lot of interest from within the country to build golf courses in all over, all over, not just Yangon, but outside. So what you're Myanmar actually itself. saying, or, or what's emerging from your answer, mm. is that part of the appeal of golf mm. is the snob appeal. Yes, that it is. It, you know, that it is associated with being affluent, wealthy. It is a country club lifestyle that people aspire to. Yes, it is. But uh, you see, there's always two sides to the coin. Mm -hmm. And this is the side of the coin that you're at if you're in a place like that. Uh, Here in Singapore, however, uh, you might have... I don't know if statistics have shown any different uh, or or the SGA has, uh, uh, has anything else to show for. But... You have heard over the years people just talking about, uh, uh, oh, uh, I, I'm not going to play golf anymore. I'm just going to go running. Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, take to cycling and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. right? Amongst uh, friends, uh, uh, even the traditional country club uh, golfers. 
but um, but golf will always be a game uh, that people uh, aspire to want to play. Uh, even those who, who who quit, you know, they quit for various reasons. Maybe the game uh, is not as good as our uh, 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 your content editor, Mr. Van uh, Srinivasan. You know, <laughs> my very silent content editor, yes, Mr. Van Srinivasan. You know, if if I had the dollar every time we play uh, around, which thankfully I don't, you know, the number of fishes I'll lose to him, uh, I'll be broke today. But um, see, not everyone's as handy a golfer as Van. And golf is a game that you really have to enjoy, you know, play to a certain uh, skill level to enjoy. So that could be a part of part of the uh, equation to keep the industry going, you know, mm-hmm. actually playing better golf. Uh, but then, of course, yeah, there's the, all the other aspects. In Singapore, however, um, you know, with the culling of golf courses, you know, Jurong went away uh, sometime back. Raffles Country Club is going away um, this, this July. Um, Programs that encourage people to play golf need to come from uh, 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 industry itself. So I, okay, I'm plugging something for myself <laughs> again. Apart from running Golf Vacations magazine, uh, which, is a very, uh, which is tiered towards a very specific country club golfer uh, segment. Right. Uh, I'm, also, I'm also in charge of, together with uh, my team, uh, um, the SPH Golf Cart Program. Yep. What we aim to achieve with SPH Golf Card is uh, to promote golf uh, to as many people as, as possible. We don't necessarily we have don't. a country club that they're members of. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, you know, we try to talk to country clubs to provide access. So you're saying that golf needs to, can only survive, not can only, but will survive and will grow if we get more people who aren't from the affluent country club side of things, but people like Rian and I... Who take public transport and, and you know, pinch pennies to buy a steak dinner once a week, well, right? Well, in a way, yes. Yes, in a way. Because if you look at uh, uh, places like, uh, the, the first instance when I mentioned uh, the United States and Australia, uh, it, it costs about 20 bucks to play a round of golf. And, and 20 bucks over a four-hour period... I think it's pretty good value for your money, right? Yep. I mean, if you go out and you go on a night out, it's easy to spend uh, a, a lot more than that. So it needs to uh, reach out to more people, uh, uh, less of the snob appeal, and then that's how you grow the game. Thank you so much for joining us, Benny Teo.